Can you hear it with your ears? Can you see it with your eyes? Can you feel it wiggling between your quivering thighs? That thing, that thing, that thing with chains. Once every millennium something will come along. When you feel it you will know it cause it's coming on strong. Hold on. Ugh. Coming on strong That thing That thing That thing With James Sit back Relax Deep breaths No stress Let me come Inside Your mind I promise you it won't take long, the change will happen soon You will feel something so special growing deep within you That thing, that thing, that thing with James That thing, that thing, that thing with James That's me Hi, welcome to episode 43 of That Thing with James J. Asher II. I'm your host, James J. Asher II. All right. What am I going to talk about? I don't know. I don't know what you want me to talk about. I don't really, uh, I don't, well, I've, I've got a week. So this has been a week, you know, stuff has happened. I have a new shower stall. Yeah. Because the old one was cracked and was, uh, I guess sort of, um, leaking down into our downstairs neighbor's closet into, uh, what would be his, his bedroom, except, um, he doesn't really have a bedroom. It's sort of like his workspace in the closet, the not bedroom closet is um, he, he just kind of like keeps some junk in there that he doesn't really use that much. But I guess he's been working over, I don't know, the past few days and opened up the closet and said, oh, there's a leak in here. So he emailed uh, me and the landlord and we took a look at the shower and, oh, how did I miss that? There was uh, <laughs> cracks in the floor of the fucking shower. I mean, like, if you stood on it, like, you could see right into the bottom. <laughs> so any water that's been, you know, going through the shower has been dripping through those cracks that, of course, I didn't know about. <laughs> those cracks that have been there for like a year i think they've been there for longer than a year i know the cracks started like two years ago but over the past maybe year it's just been like um (laughs) there are parts of the shower you would want to stand on and parts that you wouldn't and the working theory might have been had had I known about these cracks in the floor of the shower, 
the working theory might have been, oh, maybe if I just don't stand on it, it will kind of like, you know, the, the shower stall is very fucking small. You cannot fit two people in there. Only one adult. And like, if a person weighed like 400 pounds, they would not be able to fit into this shower stall. It's tiny. This apartment's got, it's, it's something. This apartment is something. Uh, and uh, so maybe, you know, so there are parts of the shower that you want to put your foot on because it wouldn't put pressure, theoretically, uh, it, it would not put pressure on these cracks that you theoretically already know about nor present in the floor of this very small, tight shower stall where if you bend over, your ass is going to be sticking out because there's no like glass door or anything either. It's just, uh, uh, it's like a, a third of a, I don't even know if it's a third. It might be less a portion of like a full length, like average sized, um, you know, shower, shower curtain cover, like the interior lining. I've got an interior lining and I have a translucent, but like, it's like clear, but it's sort of like frosted looking, but it's clear, kind of a plastic curtain outside of the liner. And the reason it's clear is because I want to be able to see if there's anyone hiding in the shower. And I'm not really one to worry like if someone is hiding in the back seat of my car or if someone is hiding in the shower. It's just that when I was younger, um, even into my teens, I would get a little nervous that I was going to pull back like some opaque shower curtains at, at my parents' house. I'd pull back the shower curtains in my bathroom and uh, there would be a corpse there. I don't know why it would be a corpse and not like a murderer hiding in there, but that's where my brain went. And ever since then, it's like, well, I, you know, I'll remember it. And it's like, well, that's in my head now. Fuck, I don't want to open the shower curtain. So what's a loophole around that? Get a clear shower curtain, but for privacy's sake, make it so it's like kind of frosted. So I got a kind of frosted one from Target. And uh, yeah, I've I had to like cut it. I'd say maybe it's a third, like half, a third to a half length of a shower curtain and liner I've had to cut so that it fits our shower stall. And, um, so yeah, well, anyway, if you bend over in the shower stall, your ass is going to be sticking out and you're going to bump your head against the wall. There's no room. It's a very small shower stall and it's made out of some very thin fiberglass plastic kind of shit. And, um, it's just been fucking grungy since I moved in here. Actually, it's less grungy now than it was when I first moved in here, um, with, with the tenant who was already here at that time, there was just like some screws up on the, the higher uh, like walls just below the ceiling. And from those screws, they're like little hook screws from those were two short, uh, chains hanging, holding a fucking hula hoop 
Yes, a plastic hula hoop with uh, a fucking shower curtain with the shower curtain rings on the hula hoop to kind of like give the illusion that there was uh, more space to the shower than there actually is. And you know what that that fucking hula hula hoop did? It made a fucking mess is what it did because like just the bottom of the curtain just flies out because the bottom lip of the shower stall is pretty low too. So the curtain would just fly out and it's already hanging out like, I don't know, a foot or so away from the shower. So all the water is just like flying out onto the floor. So the floor where it meets the, uh, the little lip of the shower, um, it's sinking. It's like kind of, um, a little mildewy, moldy kind of look. like there's not mold growing on the outside of it, but just like the linoleum is like dark and kind of soft <laughs> and, the, and the fucking floor is sinking like an inch, maybe an inch and a half. Like it's very visibly noticeable um, that the fucking shower is sinking through the floor. Well, also, well, the, there was a, uh, potentially, you know, had I, had I noticed this before, wink, um, that there were cracks in the floor of the shower stall, um, maybe something, you know, something, uh, something would have happened. Maybe I would have emailed the, the landlord, but then the, my, my, my roommate and partner, she's like, uh, well, I I don't want to say stuff about her behind when she's not here to defend herself, but I will limit it to this. She gets a little paranoid about the landlord for no good reason. She just does. And so, you know, if I even mention the landlord, I start getting watched like a hawk. Uh, It's kind of fucking unpleasant, to be honest with you, but it is what it is. And I'm living with it. Um, well, you know, had I, had I noticed those things, I would have had that to deal with as well. Like, oh, we have cracks in the floor and I, I, you know, I, I could lie and tell myself that when I'm not standing on the cracks and like opening them up to like a visible gap in the floor, like <laughs> when, if I'm not lying to myself and saying, oh, if I just keep pressure off of it, it'll make it, you know, the two cracked halves will make a seal tight enough that water won't drip through. Um, even if I didn't make that lie, had I noticed this before, uh, Theoretically, I, I would have brought it up to my uh, my my roommate and partner, and um, and they would have uh, kind of <laughs> started writing my ass and saying like, "Don't you dare email the landlord! Don't email the landlord! Don't do it!" And it's like, why? This is his fucking job. This is his fucking job, and this is causing more damage to this place that is already falling apart and sinking under its own weight. I don't think there's a single spot on the on the floor of this entire apartment that is um, level. It's it's kind of like hilly and thatchy. It's uh, not thatchy. There's not fucking shrubbery growing out of it, but it's like um, hilly. 
uh, and tilty and sinky and stuff. There's there's peaks and valleys to the floor uh, at a varying number of heights. And uh, it really makes yoga a challenge. I, I try to imagine, because I just do yoga at home. I've never really gone. I've, well, never really. I've never gone to a yoga class. Um, but I imagine if I did, um, I, I, I would hope that they would have a like flat level floor. And if I practiced yoga on a level floor, I can only imagine how well, how much balance I would have because I have to practice on this fucking tilt-a-whirl of a floor, just this, like, fake wood linoleum floor. Um, so, yeah, anyway, the downstairs neighbor was getting dripped on, and, uh, and, and you know, he was upset, of course. I'd, I'd be upset, too. I don't like getting leaked on. And... Um, so finally the landlord came around and he looked at it and I showed him these cracks and I was like, I just found these cracks because I mean, in all honesty in all truth, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, I had never noticed those cracks before. They must have just developed that well, this is just awful. Now the shower was already fucking skunky. Like I, we have like bleached it and scrubbed it as much as we can. And it's just like stained with like, you know, hard water stain. And there's like chips and cracks and stuff at random places all on it. Like, like the little soap alcove. Um, there's a chunk chipped out of that and all sorts of different shit. And like, it was beat up old fucking shower stall. Um, so, you know, it's not surprising that the floor cracked. And I suggested, what if we just, um, what if we just use some super glue? And the landlord was like, we could do that because the landlord's kind of, kind of cheap. Not going to lie. Um, it, you know, anything to patch instead of like replace, there'll be a patch on it. You know, a temporary patch that you should just treat as a permanent patch. Um, so he was like, well, I'm going to send a guy I know out here to take a look at it. And so like 30 minutes later, this guy came out to take a look at it. And I showed him the stuff and he really didn't say much. He's like, okay. And then he was like, um, I'll, I'll talk to the landlord. And then the landlord came back around and was like, well, the guy says that there's this foam under the, under the shower stall. And when the foam gets wet, it's just damaged for good. And it's just going to stay wet and rot it down there. Um, so he can't really do any repairs on it because the whole thing is fucked. So, um, we're going to, ha <clears throat> we're going to have to, uh, replace the whole shower stall. Now, the thing is the shower stall is actually wider than the door to the bathroom. So, it, there was no way that one could like uninstall it, which would, uh, uh, I'm sure reveal so much more work needed done. 
um, work that you couldn't even see with the shower stall blocking its view. Um, but even if you got it out, like there's no way you could get it out the door and certainly no way you could get a new one into the door. So they'd have to like demolition the whole fucking wall to get a new one in or, or he could get someone to just like build a new shower stall. You just put in some tiles, put in some tiles. And it was like, it'll look nice. You love tiles. And I'm going to send, uh, this dude out and it's this uh it's a handyman this guy's he's not 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 a plumber he's just sort of like a general handyman for the area i really like him he's a really sweet guy um but i don't know how much experience he has like making a shower and like laying tile most of the stuff he's dealt with is just like wood <laughs> or like our door. We got a new front door a few years ago just because the landlord wanted to put one. The last one was even better. I mean, it was just solid wood. The new door's pretty. It's pretty looking. But um, the older one was a little bit better, functionally speaking, just because it was thicker and it kind of insulated this apartment a little little more than, than the current door does. Um. Well, anyway, you know, sometimes the handyman, you know, he had to like cut off the a foot off the bottom of our current new door uh, to get it to fit because the landlord didn't like get the measurement right or something. Anyway, um, so he says that we can use the fucking shower slash bathtub over at apartment. Well, I'm not going to say what apartment it is, um, but there's an empty apartment. And uh, he said, you know, it's going to take at least a few days to get the, uh, the current shower out and to get a new one and get some tiles laid out which I'm thinking like a few days, that's going to be more than a few fucking days. This, that's what that translates to. Um, cause you don't even know what the fuck is hiding under that shower floor. If it's all fucking rotted from water being under there, this like rotted foam, the other guy talked about. So I'm thinking like, all right, and well, well, the landlord's like, well, you can use the bathroom over at, at this other apartment because it's empty because, uh, um, there's a, a young lady that's going to be moving in there, but not until December 1st. And we're in the middle of November right now. Um, and it's just unlocked. So just go on over there and, uh, use their bathroom. It's got, even got a bathtub and the electricity is on and, uh, we can get you a working shower up in no time. Um, so, uh, he left and I, I finished up some work here at the apartment and I decided, uh, what the hell I'm going to go check out this, this bathtub situation in this other apartment kind of in the back. And uh, I'm going to tell you some more about that after this quick break. I'm back. All right. So I, I finish up work here at the apartment and I decide, all right, I'm going to go check out this apartment at the back and check out this, this bathtub situation. I wouldn't mind using soak. I really miss having a bathtub. I like to take Epsom salt baths. They're really good for relaxing my tight muscles. And uh, also sometimes like a apple cider vinegar bath. Hold on. <coughs> mm, excuse me. I'm sorry. 
my allergies have been like crazy lately. Um, well, anyway, yeah, apple cider vinegar bath. They're really good for your skin and your hair. Well, I decide, all right, I'm going to go check out this, this bathroom situation, check out this apartment. So I, I go over to this apartment and, you know, it was a little bit warmer in the first half of the day. So I was wearing a tank top and uh, just some like jogging pants and some flip flops. And I walk over there. As soon as I walk out, uh, a cold front comes in because we were supposed to be getting a cold front. It was like supposed to get down to like 28 and start raining. And well, um, it didn't start raining yet, but as soon as I stepped out, a huge gust of this cold front, a huge gust of wind just went boom. Like I shit you not, it straight up made a boom. It was just a big wave of wind hit on, hit it once and the wind didn't stop. It was just really sharp, biting cold wind blowing in. And I'm like, oh, wow, there's that cold front. I guess it actually is going to get cold. So I, I walk back to that apartment and I walk in. Sure enough, the door is unlocked. So I just walk in like anyone else can. They can just walk right in. And, um, and the place is fucking depressing looking. Like the for some reason, like there's a little nook for the refrigerator and the fridge is already pulled out. There's just like a fucking lease on the uh, kitchen counter and uh, like none of the surfaces has been, have been dusted or cleaned or anything. There's like dead bugs. There's fucking cobwebs. There's fucking goblins sneaking out around the corner. I see their glowing eyes going <laughs> fucking goblins, spiders, um, well, you know, I'm walking through this place, it's disheveled, it's dark, and it's got a bad vibe. I mean, this is like, um, I, there's, I, I've heard rumor that some dude hanged himself in one of these apartments, and I could never tell which one it was. I, I for the longest time, I thought it might be this apartment that I'm in, that I live in, because there is definitely some stuff, some like, shadows moving around and things moving. Um, Max, one of my old guests on the show actually said, um, you know, a few years ago, a lot of us used to hang out sort of outside in the parking lot, just kind of below my apartment. And you could see up and I'd have like my desk lamp on, um, just behind, you know, the closed curtains of the, the windows overlooking the parking lot. And, you know, we'd be sitting outside, just a few of the, um, the neighbors and stuff. We're all about the same age, most of us anyway. And uh, we were, you know, just sitting out there having ourselves a little party. And um, Max would say, I just saw a shadow, like a person walking by the windows. But the thing is, there's no space for anyone to walk between my desk lamp and the the windows and the curtain and the uh, the blinds, not the curtains, the blinds. And um, I don't know how it's possible because my lamp is literally right up on it. My desk is pressed up against the wall that these windows are on. And um, so where the fuck do those shadows come from? Like a person, like a silhouette of a person walking up there when Emily and I were both outside. There was no one up here.
Um, and a couple other neighbors have said they've seen that too. That shadow moving by. And like I said, there's no room to walk at all. There's, I've got the thing I'm sitting on right now, this chaise lounge is pressed up against these windows here. And, um, you know, people are seeing fucking silhouettes walking by. That's a little disconcerting, isn't it? And it, and it happened pretty frequently, you know? And... Dude, there's just like, there's, there's stuff that goes on in this apartment. I, I guess supernatural or just future science, things we don't have a scientific understanding of yet. Um, you know, so for the longest time, I thought maybe this is the apartment that the dude hanged himself in. But after going back into that open, dingy um, uh, apartment in the back, that is supposed to be like fucking ready for a new tenant to move in in a week, a couple weeks rather. But actually my next door neighbor, she moved in at the beginning of the year and there was this dude living there. I forget his name, but he was like in his forties and he had a little girl who kind of split between he and her mom. Uh, the the father and the mother they used to date and then they split and then the mother was just like had a string of different guys and she'd like bring them around to pick up or drop off the little girl um who's about like five i knew her and them from her age of like five to seven five to eight maybe even well um you know, uh, he, he was a pretty private dude, just shy. He was nice. I didn't get any like creepy vibes off of him or anything. Uh, he was nice enough. He seemed like he might have been a little depressed, but I'm not a therapist. Um, and so, well, anyway, the guy moves out and I figure, you know, he's a father. He's had this little girl over here and, you know, um, to stay with her for like, stay with him for the split time of the week that she got to stay with him. And so I figured that, you know, he had his shit in order. Like that would be a nice clean apartment. Like maybe he seems grown up enough. Maybe it's like more put together than my apartment. And I, I actually, that's not true. I, I put a lot of effort into making this place livable and presentable. My apartment, uh, Emily in my apartment, you know, I put a lot of effort into making it a nice, clean, comfortable, welcoming home. Well, anyway, the new chick moves in next door at the beginning beginning of this year. And apparently she was very, very pissed off with the landlord because when she moved in, she said there were fucking dead bugs in the refrigerator granted there were dead bugs everywhere but she said even in the closed fucking refrigerator there were dead bugs just laying around cockroaches spiders beetles centipedes fucking lycanthropes yeah there was a dead fucking werewolf in there um so yeah there actually wasn't a dead werewolf in there. I was just lying, but there actually were just husks of dead bugs literally littering the floor of that refrigerator. How the fuck do bugs get into the refrigerator? Is there a hole in it? Are they, is, is the, um, 
you know, the, the, the seal on the door, not sealing completely, you know, like old fridges, older fridges that, that seal will crack that little rubbery thing will crack. And, uh, so maybe the bugs crawled in through there. I have no idea. I have no idea. But it's not surprising to me that the this place was kind of a fucking dump because he never really cleans before a new tenant moves in. And so this new tenant that's going to be moving into this back apartment, um, she's going to move into a dirty fucking apartment. Like there's even fucking shit left over from the previous tenants there still. Just some like kitchen, you know, soap and like an old fucking sponge at the bottom of the kitchen sink. And um, the surfaces and the the surface of the oven certainly were not fucking cleaned. I used to flip student housing apartments back in Stillwater, Oklahoma, when I was going to OSU. And it was a temporary summer job that I did flipping apartments. And dude, that job was a fucking, that was a challenge um, because that summer was like one of the hottest summers I'd ever experienced in Oklahoma. It was like 113 or so, 113 for like a week at least. And I was working with this team to go through all the student housing apartments, which there were many of, and clean them um, before a new family was supposed to move in. New family or, or group of students was supposed to move in. And a lot of these places were just fucking disgusting. Um, it was a lot of international, um, it, it mainly catered toward like international students, particularly those with families. And, um, you know, people, when they move out, they tend to forget some things or just leave some things in the, uh, the apartment that they're leaving. And, um, you know, through that job, I, I, I mean, not all the time, but frequently enough, found little knickknacks that told me something about the people who lived there previously. Um, I could see, you know, there, there'd be pictures and stuff, um, so, you know, calendars or whatever written in, a, written in a certain language. So I could see like, what, who, who lived here, uh, where were they from, so on and so forth. And I also learned that different cultures have... Um, different standards or a different definition of clean. What is clean for, you know, this person may not be clean for that person. Um, and I wonder, is that, is that a cultural thing? The, the different definition of cleanliness, um, at least in one's home, in one's personal abode? Or was it just a, a, some dirty tenants? I have no idea, but there was enough of like, you know, I'd find certain telltale signs of, um, people from a certain region or like uh, not any one specific region. There was like varying degrees of like grossness that I had to deal with in these apartments, but I started noticing some patterns. Jesus, I, I, I feel like I'm saying this and I feel like I'm going to be canceled. I feel like I should cancel myself because I feel like that's like writing the fence of racist. And I don't know if it is. I don't, I honestly, I don't know. I'm not trying to be um, disparaging of anybody. 
And of course I say that. And I think like, uh, when people say like, I'm not trying, I'm not a racist. And then I'm like, yeah, that's fucking code word that you're a fucking racist dude. And it, it usually is. And so I'm not, I'm not going to say that. Um, but I can say that I'm not trying to be, you know, disparaging in any way. I'm just saying I dealt with some nasty fucking apartments and I dealt with some not so nasty apartments and there tended to be some fucking patterns that went along with which ones had like an inch of grease under the hood of their, uh, their stove top, you know, the, the oven stove cooktop. You know, you lift up, you've got the, on the older ones, you've got, um, you know, you've got the burners, the coils, and you've got the little, I guess, like crumb catch or grease catch beneath them, the little silver um, bowl that goes beneath the heating coils. And then there's the section just above the door to the oven. I'm looking at my own here in my, in my kitchen slash office. And well, there's a hood like you can lift up basically the hood and look under there like where the wiring is that goes up to the um the coils and a lot of people don't know about these things but uh yeah one time there more more than once quite a, a handful of times i lifted up the hood and found like like at least half an inch across the entire surface of just congealed fucking like oil with crumbs of filth on it. And I'd have to like scrape that shit up. We had to use straight razors to just fucking like scrape crud off of places, off the showers. Like, you know, bathrooms looked like they'd never seen a fucking Windex or any, or even a nary a paper towel. Um, you know, a lot of these apartments, it was like, no one ever cleaned these places. Well, it's up to people like me and my team at that time to make sure those places are clean. And we made sure they were fucking spotless because we took our job seriously. Granted, I mean, it, it paid better than any of the other jobs that would have gotten that summer. And, um, and it wasn't easy because these, these rooms, these student housing apartments, they were all made of like cinder block. So the walls were all cinder block with just, a, you know, some whitewash paint over it and, uh, a few windows and one small air conditioning window unit in each of these apartments. And so there was like no airflow. We would get to these places and the, the air conditioners would have to be unplugged for the summer when no one would be living there. So we'd go into these things and they've been baking for a week or, or, or at least a few days in 113 degree weather. Like even at night, it was just hot as fuck. It was a really hot summer. And we'd go in there and it just bake. We're in a fucking stone oven of an apartment with very little airflow. We would get these like big shop fans just to create some kind of airflow. But really what ended up is just we were we were making the uh, hot still air just become hot, fast air. We kind of like air fried ourselves in there and we fried our brains uh, for, you know, a full work day every day. Um, with heavy duty cleaning 
chemicals, you know, oven cleaners, stuff like this. So not only is it hot, but we're bombing ourselves with these fucking gases. And I can remember getting off clocking, getting off work, clocking out. I had a punch card, um, punching out and walking to my car and um, catching myself staring up at the sky, not even thinking, not even present, just completely fucking spaced out for who knows how long, maybe a minute, maybe a few minutes. I'd catch myself just staring out at the sky. I have no idea what's my, my fucking hair was falling out. Well, starting to like, I more than you, I was shedding more hair than usual. And it wasn't just the, the baldingness. It wasn't just the male pattern baldness, which thank God I don't have it that bad. It's just at the crown and I'm not going to show it to you if you're watching it, watching this on YouTube. Um, but, uh, yeah, what was I saying? Yeah. I would just be fucking brain fried by all these chemicals, man. At the end of the day, it was, um, it was hot work, but we cleaned every blade of every, uh, what are these things? Blind set of blinds in every apartment. We cleaned every corner. We get, we scrubbed the most stained tubs and toilets. Like we made those places as spotless as you could make them for an older student housing type place made of cinder block and hot. Um, well, that kind of thing doesn't happen at these apartments that I live in now. This apartment, small apartment complex, this little boutique apartment complex does not get that kind of treatment. Um, this place is just sort of, well, like I said, at the hands of a cheap ass. And, uh, I'm gonna try to wrap this story up again after this quick break. I need some water, y'all. Y'all. Be right back. Fuchika pesta. Okay, so we've covered the shower here in my apartment was cracked and leaking onto the downstairs neighbor. Uh, we covered that the landlord said he'd have to get his handyman to somehow get the shower stall out of our bathroom and through this door that's too small for the shower stall. And then for that same handyman to build a new shower with tiles. And uh, in the meantime, the landlord said that Emily and I were welcome to use the shower at this unlocked apartment at the back that is, um, I guess, in the process of being flipped, or in the case of this place, in the process of not being flipped, as in, like, cleaned for the next person, spotless for the next person to come in. Um, so we're welcome to use the bathroom there because they've got a shower and they've got a bathtub so we can even soak if we want to, and the electricity is on. So I go back, I walk outside, I'm scantily clad, a boom rush wave of wind, of cold wind comes in, um, harking the, the onslaught of all the, the uh, cold front that was moving in. And uh, temperatures start dropping precipitously. 
that's my favorite word of the past few weeks, precipitously, precipitous, precipitous. I'm going to precipitate all over your face. Call me R. Kelly, baby. R. Precipitous Kelly. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. So I walk into this apartment and it's dark. Oh, yeah, that's it. I mentioned it was kind of like dark. And I mentioned how there was a rumor that one of the previous tenants of one of the apartments around here hanged himself. And I thought it was my apartment that I live in, but I now think it's that back apartment. I do. I really think it's that back apartment because that place had a fucking dark vibe to it. It was not welcoming. This place, it's a little magical, my apartment. If, if I call it anything, it's a little magical. Sometimes it can be a little spooky, a little scary. Sometimes, especially some nights, it can be a little scary. But most of the time, it's just pretty benevolent in here and just kind of whimsical. And I like that. I like whimsical. I like fantastic, phantasmagorical. I like that. I'm a, you know, I'm a fantasy kind of dude fantasy sci-fi. I like whimsical guys. I'm like a whimsical creature. I had an ex-girlfriend who used to call me Pan. And I said, if anything, I'm a pot. (laughs) She really did call me Pan, though. But like the god of wine and revelry, which, yeah, I identify as that. I am the half man, half goat god of wine revelry and uh, fucking nymphs. That's me, baby. Well, there was no nothing whimsical about that back apartment. It's just dark. I, I, I turned on some lights to see, well, I flipped the switch to see if the electricity worked, and surely enough, it did. And I opened up the little pantry door in the kitchen, and oh, that's not a pantry. That's the fucking water heater for the apartment. So I closed that door, and <laughs> maybe that, that little description kind of gives you a better idea of what we're dealing with here. The apartment's bigger than mine, so there's that, but it does not feel nice. And, uh, you know, there's appliances kind of scooted out of their place. Nothing's really clean. I walk into the bathroom, um, you know, the fucking shower and tub are dirty. There's like some dead bugs, dust around. There's a few, I guess, parts of appliances or just like a, a towel rack. It's just like dislocated from the wall and just laying across like the sink and the toilet lid and the toilet's all fucking covered in dust and stuff. I didn't bother opening it. I didn't want to have to touch the fucking stuff that was just sitting on the utensils and sitting on top of the toilet. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll make this work. And I'm not going to test out the water. I'm just going to assume that there, that the hot water works. Since the electricity is on, the, the hot water must be too, right? So I'm going to go back to my apartment. I'm going to get some cleaning materials. And I'm going to clean this, this bathtub really fucking well. This bathtub shower stall combo. I'm going to clean it really well. And so I did just that. I got the stuff, I got back into my old apartment flipping mode, and I cleaned that damn thing very well. 
and it looked nice. It looked usable. Granted, I, I didn't bring a broom with me to sweep up all the fucking beetle carcasses and dust and wood shavings and whatever have you, wood chips or paint chips rather, on the floor and pick up the other stuff. I was like, that's no, I'm just going to tr- I'm just going to try to ignore that. I want to do as little work as possible because, well, I'm not moving into this fucking apartment and I'm not getting paid to do this. As a matter of fact, this is some table scraps for an inconvenience. Well, I clean it up and it's getting cold. Actually, by this point, it's just real fucking cold. It's like 5 p.m. Emily's off work. She doesn't drive, so I go pick her up from work. We have dinner and I think maybe, maybe I'm going to go over there and take a shower tomorrow. Who knows? It's really fucking cold. But then I think maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just not going to do that at all. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to be stinky for a week. I'm going to do a French whore bath just in the sink. You know, that's fine. I can just get a washcloth, run some warm water, and, uh, you know, wash off the uh, the pits, the crotch, the butt, uh, the feet, the face, and not necessarily in that order. It's the neck, the ears, get the hair wet. Um... So I did that, you know, I was like, fuck it. I, I, I don't want to have to deal with that. At first I was a little excited about it, but now going over there and seeing how fucking depressing it is <laughs> and how like the dark vibe it has, I don't want to be there. I don't really don't want to go back there. So yeah, I'm just going to whore bath for a week. Who is creeping around my back stairs? Here's someone, the wood creeping around. Is it a stalker? Is it the neighbors smoking? Who's out there? Are they wondering who's in there? What are they doing? Who are they talking to? I'm pretty sure that guy's alone. I hear him talking to himself a lot. And then he sings really loudly too. He's got great pitch, wonderful voice, but he is a little bit loud, but that's okay because I enjoy his voice because that's James Jackson, Asher the second, the host of that thing with James, the podcast that you're listening to or watching right now. Hi. Hi. Well, anyway, back to the story. I do a whore bath. The next day I wake up, I check my email and I see that I I got an email from the landlord late in the afternoon, the previous day, probably while I was cleaning that tub saying, good news. Um, we don't have to replace the stall. We can repair it. Which I was thinking, why wasn't that the fucking option in the first place? I'd looked at that before online. I, I mean, theoretically, had I known about the cracks previously, prior to all of this um, drama of the week. Well, I looked online and I found there's like some patches. There's like fiberglass patches you can get for showers and bathtubs and stuff. But, you know, I looked at the process of what it would take to put those patches in and make them work well and make it look all right. Um, I, I didn't really have the kind of tools that I would need to do that effectively. So I just kind of, um, theoretically, I would have maybe ignored it. Well, anyway, landlord says we can get it repaired. In the meantime, why not just try putting some duct tape over the cracks? So I did that. 
I put some duct tape over the cracks, and they worked fine. I really wish I had known about the cracks a lot earlier so that I would have put duct tape down a lot sooner and just kind of, you know, told my paranoid partner, hey, I'm calling the landlord. He's not going to raise our rent, no matter how worried you are that he will. He's not going to raise it for doing his fucking job. He's got to have a better reason than that. Um, and he has raised rent on us every year, but it's got something to do with quote unquote, um, property taxes or whatever, which are always going up because this place is, you know, Austin is in a constant state of gentrification. And it's not like there's never like a complete form of gentrification. It just like it gentrifies and it gentrifies more and then more and more and more. And with that, it becomes more and more and more expensive. So hold on a second. Fine. And I act like I'm seven. Okay, so you're able to do college and milk. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> Perfect. And all the spots in between. Well, you look fabulous. Are you nervous? Yes. Good. <laughs> I can turn all the different shades of red again. <laughs> oh, no, you can turn it red. <laughs> I know. Stop it. <laughs> okay. Who? It's... Let me, let's see here. Let me turn this up. All right. Who are you? And what are you doing in my home? <laughs> I am Fia, and I'm in your home because I was probably laughing loudly outside on the stairs as I watched a show. And that laughter actually kind of soothed my nerves because I was in the middle of saying I don't know what. But I heard, like, some creaking on the wood stairs. This is my neighbor, people. Hi. Um, <laughs> I heard some creaking on the stairs, and I was like, I didn't hear your door. So I was like, who the fuck so is sneaky. that? Is there like a creeper out there? Are they <laughs> listening to me? Like, Because yeah. then I heard laughing. I was like, am I doing something right? <laughs> 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 it was all about you. I heard you. And I was just like cracking the fuck yes. up. Mm -hmm. You're probably out there watching that thing with James <laughs> what? on YouTube. <laughs> right. Yes. That's yes. You were watching that thing in that that thing with James. I need to smash that yeah. subscribe button. <laughs> smash it! Oh God. <laughs> um, this is I rock at this. <laughs> this yeah. is the neighbor that I was talking about who found the dead bugs in the fridge. Yeah. How the fuck were there dead bugs in the fridge? I, I, I it's still a. Uh, I've been trying to figure that out because there were fuck tons of dead bugs in my fridge. They were the little ones. They were the little gnats. Did I ever show you? No. Did I show you pictures? I didn't see pictures. No, there were shit tons of them in the vents and in the, because I had told um, our landlord that I would clean the place for like a small fee instead of him cleaning it and having to pay for it. But I had right. not seen inside the fridge, nor had I seen the level of just gross that was like I had to clean the walls and had to do, yeah. So what? it was like $75. I should have gotten a whole lot more than that after I was 
But the fridge on its own was. I think they're. I think they were little fruit fly things. Fruit flies. Mm-hmm. I get those. Those come out of the uh, sinks. I think. So I think my fridge before. isn't sealed. I ate garlic earlier. I'm like self-conscious about it. Is now. that what I was smelling? <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. I've been. I you know. I was trying to find a way to tell you. I could see it in your eyes. Disgusting. There's a little quiver of like. Yeah. Oh, what is that? <laughs> Ugh. They hiding a fucking Frenchman here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've smelled like a Frenchman this week because I was saying like, um, so our landlord said, you know, I, there's an apartment at the back that's waiting for a new tenant that's going to move in December 1st. And so, huh. oh, is that Emily? It's unlocked. It was <laughs> unlocked. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're, we're recording the podcast. I heard Fia outside laughing, and I thought it was like a creepy stalker or something. So I stuck my head out. Yeah. I mean, am I surprised? No. I'm I'm talking about the shower this episode, and the French. We took French whore baths in the sink. He made sure to show it to me. It looks like it It looks so much. It looks very fancy. Yeah. Very fancy. <laughs> and so, oh, will you tell the camera like your experience using the bathroom at the other apartment? Because I've said the place is fucking depressing. I think that's the apartment where the dude hanged ice himself. Bath. It was I think a, you have to come in a little oh, more. <laughs> hey it guys. was a fucking ice bath over there. One, the apartment was dirty, which was gross. And then I tried to get in the shower, and I lasted about five seconds before. I just noped the fuck out. <laughs> there was no hot water. Wait, no the one that's the one that's you're just trying to talk about? Yeah. Yeah, this that one. Oh, because yeah. the oh. landlord he said so he said while he was trying to figure out like how to how get this thing tiled, he was like, Oh, that one's just unlocked. You guys can use that while we, you know, get your shower replaced. And then the next day I get an email saying he's got a guy who's just gonna patch it. Meanwhile, before he had another dude come out before that saying he who took a look at it and then I guess called them was like we can't repair that you got to replace the whole thing because there's like you know shit's going to be rotten underneath and the is, shower I guarantee it. oh it totally is I'm going to fall through into Jim's apartment <laughs> <laughs> yes it's already sinking it's, it's sinking it's like an elevator <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hope not <laughs> Emily said she's going to fall through into our downstairs neighbor's Emily. apartment <laughs> Girl moment, sorry. Like top. I like her top. Oh yeah, that sweater. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good a sweater. Guy wearing a uh, Washington crossing the river. What uh, is that? Washington crossing Washington. the. Yeah. Yeah, he was crossing, and he had that as a sweater, and he stopped me when I was outside of work, and was just like, "Don't ever let these assholes get you down." <laughs> I, like, I won't. I won't, sir. I fucking won't. I was like, I won't for you. <laughs> in case, in, in case you didn't, you got Taco Bell. Yeah. What kind? Did you bring me some? No, I didn't bring me. But I did Good, because I already ate. Hey, Jim, I made stir fry. What, what do you have? You're gonna be like, you are a crazy person. Ooh. So yeah, our shower's like patched up now. It looks like new. It's great. I'm it's glad beautiful. I don't have to don't have to take a French whore bath in the sink anymore. I have an entire 
entire bag of cannoli cream. You have an entire bag. Show it. Bring it here. Show the camera. We have Let's... an entire bag of cannoli cream. This is it a expired yesterday. full bag of cannoli cream. <laughs> can we like can we like spread it on each other and lick it off? <laughs> Okay, that is not that I did not you mean win. to be here. We can give you a run for your money. <laughs> it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Okay. Give me that cream. I'm gonna put it. I mean, it in I deserve them. it. I'll give you cream. Oh, oh god, damn it! Get out. Get out. I think on that note, I'm gonna go home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You gonna get your cool. own cannoli cream? No. no, no. <laughs> Okay, we have another guest. Who are you and what are you doing in my home? This is my home. And I'm Emily Bromont. <laughs> this is our home. My home. Yeah, it is your home. I'm the king and I'm the queen. I'm the king. You wish you're the jester. I'm not the jester, I'm the We've king. We've had this debate before. James is the jester and I'm the king. I'm the king and I am Pan. Okay. And the king. Um, yeah, so we got a, you know, a shower that looks like new, but I'm sure there's still all sorts of rot beneath it. Oh, I guarantee there is. I really hope I don't fall through. Yeah. If I do, guys, think about me. <laughs> but we also had some other excitement this week. Um, we went to the DMV because I need to get my license renewed and I can't do it online because I got to get a new picture and shit. And I need an ID because my passport expires in April. So we went to the DMV at like, what, two? Yeah, it was about two. We went to the DMV at two. It was a cold, misty day. It was just misty and kind of undulating between mist and rain for most mm -hmm. of the day. All of the day. And so we go to this one south because I figure it's a little closer to us. It's a little further from, you know, the central hub of town. Yeah. Maybe it won't be super um, active. It was a lie. It was a fucking lie. There was about a hundred people there sitting there. Minimum. Minimum. And we sat down at these, it was like sitting in there was like when I was on probation and had to like sit in the holding area to get buzzed in behind the metal door to see my probation oh, officer. God. It was that kind of institutional vibe. I mean, there were probably a lot of convicts in there, so it made sense. I, I guarantee you there were convicts there. I'd say at least 10. Well, we sat down on the plastic chairs in like the holding area or the waiting room or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like a fucking prison. Um... And the guy to my right, just his clothing just reeked of like days and days of like, it seemed like he just drives around in his car or truck smoking cigarettes with the windows rolled up and no air running. Like it was that stout of a cigarette smell. I mean, I was a lot more fortunate. I was sitting next to a lovely Hispanic lady, probably about my age, who did not want to be there either. And I was into her. I was like, all right, you're pretty cool. And just behind us was an older couple. I, If I had to guess, I think the man was probably in his 60s. He just did so. not take care of himself. I mean, he looked like he was like 95. He looked like he was 95, but in truth, he was probably like 65, maybe. Also, he sounded like he was a Boomhauser pros or like a prospector. Uh, 
uh, yeah, yeah, like a prospect. And he's like, yeah, I've been sitting here for I don't know how long, and I don't know how long it's going to be. And also, I was very confused because he told a story about how he has a washing machine that's functioning on his back patio and how someone tried to come buy it. And I just don't understand who the hell goes up to your back porch asking if they can buy a washing machine. Maybe it's because I'm from a city where if somebody comes on your porch, they're probably trying to rob you. But wouldn't suggest buying a washing machine off just some random ass dude's porch. So that was his story. But of course, you hear it in his accent like, he come up and ask me how much for the washing machine. And if it's not broken, why do you fix it? Right. And and at one point he's like, I got to take a walk. My legs are aching. So he grabs the back. Like I feel the back of my chair get yanked as he's using it for support to pull himself up. And I turn around and look at him and he's like, oh, excuse me. And then goes for a walk with his grunting the whole time, talking to himself and everything. A couple minutes later, he comes back and sits back down. This time he didn't use my chair for support, so he learned. He he can adapt. He's learning. Sometimes he probably didn't need to grab the chair in the first place, but okay. Yeah. So he sits down and then just starts talking and talking. He never shut the fuck up. Like the guy couldn't. Uh, let a second of silence fall on anyone's ears. Yeah, it definitely seemed like he was uncomfortable with silence. Mm-hmm. He was a little disturbing. And he just talked and talked and talked. And it was just like, listen, old man time. Meanwhile, kind of in front of us, there were some other chairs um, sort of facing us and away from us, like kind of like a train sort of a situation. Yeah. And um, there was a group of people who looked about in our age group. They looked like they were in their early 30s. They looked, you know, cool like us. Realistically, they were probably like 25. I don't know. They looked like at least a couple of them looked like like the blonde dude. He definitely looked in his 30s. I'm not going to say that comment, but blonde people are very sensitive to the sun. And if they're out there, they're going to wrinkle. I, I, I just told that I think they were either in their late 20s or early 30s, which is our age demographic. So uh, that's yeah. in our age group. Yeah. They were in our age group. And uh, the blonde dude, he, he was sitting there looking pretty fidgety. And at one point he was he like started getting up and he was like, I'm going to go take another pill. I'm fucking tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another woman sitting next to him, like a boyfriend, a girlfriend, it looked like. And the girl started talking to this other dude, like across from her. And she mentioned that she had been there for three hours and her still, her number still had not come up. I'm pretty sure that that number never existed. I probably, it probably existed. They just weren't going to get to it before the office the cl- closed yeah. the DMV. And in Ohio, I'm just going to say, I've been to a many DMV because I used to drive, you know, I used to actually be a driver. However, I never had to wait for more than like a couple hours. And I lived in cities. Okay. Our DMVs are productive. I don't understand what's going on at these. Half the desks were empty. Yeah. Well, they need to hire. Yeah. Apply to the DMV today. (laughs) You will love it. 
So bureaucratic uh, bullshit. So basically, after I heard her say that she'd been there for three hours, like she mentioned the time, and then I added it up, and I was like, "That's fucking three hours, or actually three and a half hours now." And um, I looked leaned over to Emily and I was like, look, there's another one way up north. It's a bit of a drive, but it's a bigger facility. It actually does function well. And I guarantee there's going to be fewer people there. Hopefully. Hopefully. So we started driving kind of that way. And the, the precipitation started picking up a bit more and I've got NPR on and we're listening to the impeachment proceedings. Before we even left that I saw the dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we're leaving the first DMV to kind of head out to the other one, the first one was like in the strip mall. And we go by this um, Taco Taco Bell. Bell, And what do you see? I looked over and there was this couple, probably transient people, but they had this dog, a big, beautiful dog. And the dog was trying to follow them in. And I watched the man turn around and punch the dog in the face. No, when you say punch a dog in the face, close fist, close fist, punch it in the face. He punched, slammed the dog in the face. The dog cowered and looked very upset. That man deserves nothing but the worst. Hope your bits fall off, sir, that hit the dog for the rest of his life. Um, so we started heading to the other one and I started calculating the time because it was a 30 minute drive up to the other location. And Traffic was already heavy, plus Austin drivers cannot handle any amount of moisture falling from the air. And so they just go crazy on the road, crazier than they already are. And I started doing calculations, and I was like, if we get up there and then have to wait and do stuff and then try to drive back, it's going to be rush hour, which means a 30-minute drive back will all of a sudden be two hours. Yeah. Not hyperbole. It will literally be a two-hour drive because your only path is I-35. And that's it. So that's that. I didn't get an idea. And I didn't get a driver's license, so we're going to try it again, I think, next week. Yeah, we're going to have to try next week. Yeah, we're going to try. And we're going to get an earlier start because we've got all our stuff gathered together. So we're definitely going to get an early start, get up there, get it fucking done. And um, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Do you have anything you want to plug? Your Instagram? No. No. Brazilian tattoo artists love her Instagram. Yeah, they do. And it's funny because I don't post anything ever. So I feel like they they have to be spam. But they post so many videos that I watch. And I'm like, all right, well, I love you too, Brazil. Could it be because you maybe look like you could be Brazilian? Yes, please adopt me, Brazil. Please adopt her, Brazil. Bolsonaro looking at you. Also, um, yeah, <laughs> but um, also, I would love a Brazilian child, so it makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how to reply to that. What? I want to adopt a Brazilian. Oh. Okay, so um, if you want to, you can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter is where I I'm active. Exist. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> At James J. Asher. Um, you can help support this show. Please help support this show to help with my life and to help keep this thing going and to get, you know, make it better 
and better every time. Um, you can donate at my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash that thing with James. And you can see the different tiers there. Patreon.com slash that thing with James. You can check out my website, jamesjasher.com. Uh, if you have not subscribed to this, um, audio listeners, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes because it helps me out and that'll help me help you and other people out more with good entertainment. You know, make your lives a little lighter. And uh, for the YouTubers, if you aren't already, please smash that subscribe button and that like button and leave a comment. And for all of you, please share the show with your friends. Seriously, they'll think you're the coolest fucking person because you found what's the name of the show? That thing. Also, please subscribe to the Patreon because Mama wants a puppy. Mama wants a puppy. However, Give the Patreon money goes toward the yeah, show it because it's ethical for expenses. For now. Any money you donate goes towards this show. So Yes, it will. I'm, I'm going to make my own Patreon. You should get make the, your own get puppy. Get the Emily puppy Patreon. Make your own puppy Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so cute. Okay, bye. Bye, guys. I got to eat Taco Bell.